Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host, So Sad Today. Today, I am having a green juice. It's so stupid. I don't like juice. I think juice is dumb. I'm like, give me the pulp. Like, give me a salad, you know? Give me a fruit salad. Um... I just don't, I don't get the juice thing. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I was inspired to get a juice because, um, I really just don't feel like being my, me today. I don't want to be me. Um, and, um, I've been obsessed lately with, so I did this move and, um, I told you guys about how the first, like, month and a half after I move anywhere, I become obsessed with a certain something. So first it was candles. Um, think feeling like it'll render me whole. Like I just transfer all of my sort of general anxiety about my life, the future, um, the meaning, um, financial security, um, romantic longing. I take everything. I take all death, dying, dying really, not not so much death. Cuz um actually I just found out the house where we are living now has a carbon monoxide leak. Like their heaters aren't up to code and I'm like, "Great. Maybe I will get the painless death in the sleep." Like I mean, it could happen. Um but I think that the heaters are getting fixed. Um so, and actually, I don't, it's funny because I'm excited because I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be a death without suffering. But now that I found out that there is the leak, I'm like, can I breathe? I can't breathe. I'm dying. Like, my hypochondria has kicked into full gear um, and my anxiety, but yet I don't actually get the peaceful death because I think it's going to get fixed. So there you go. That is... Well, you know, it's like always a bridesmaid, never a bride. You know, always a panic attack about the dying process, never an actual peaceful death. Um, but I digress. So, yeah, I haven't been feeling like feeling myself. So anyway, so like being myself. And um, so I've really, I've been kind of, I've really been staying in this sort of state where like for, it was the candles and then it shape shifts, it morphs, you know, where I take all the general anxiety and I put it into like that one thing. And when I sort of run my course with the thing, um, you know, I've been, I've been switching it to something else, um, because I've been sort of in a, like a manic place and, um, I enjoy the mania, you know, I enjoy the sort of intensity of like, uh, uh, focusing on this one thing that means nothing to the exclusion of all else. Um, you know, it's really, it's an eating disorder serves in the same way eating disorders serve serve in the same way it's like let me just take the messiness the uncontrollability the unknown let me just put everything let me distill it down into like one thing that is within my control um and I guess this, so I guess this is something I do in my life you know and and it's something I've, I've always done but but with this move I've been particularly like so it, it I did the candles then um I got really obsessed with vintage salt and pepper shakers because the kitchen where we're living is really disgusting so I spent like a night on Etsy all night um I did a mirror um and because I want I want the um 
I want the kitchen to be, like, cute. So I'm like, if I just, like, get the salt and pepper shakers, the kitchen will be cute. And then, like, I will no longer feel, um, like, a sense of worthlessness because, like, my kitchen isn't disgusting. Even though the worthlessness, like, doesn't come from the kitchen being disgusting, nor do I ever cook anything. So I'm not really in the kitchen that much. But, um, but I've been sort of manic. I also got for the kitchen from the – I'm really into the dollar store right now because I know enough – in this manic state to not be going to like fancy expensive places in the manic state because like you get manic at the dollar store like all right you end up with like a couple unicorn extra unicorn heads I have this really cute gold unicorn head that I bought but I'm like but I'm going to the dollar store like different dollar stores like every day and like the goodwill so then I got obsessed with uh, oh but at the dollar store what I got for my kitchen was a pink flamingo light And then I liked it so much that I went back to the dollar store the next day and, like, bought them out of pink flamingo lights because I was afraid, like, well, what if this one dies? Then I need – so now I have, like, a – I'm hoarding pink flamingo lights. I have, like, a stock. I have, like – I bought, like, five of them. So – but the dollar store is really so incredible. I mean, it's just such a wonderful – the dollar store is such a wonderful place. And I know not all dollar stores are alike, um – but the one that I've been hitting, the, the 99 cent, 99 cent plus, I think it's called. I don't know. Anyway, it's so great because it's just like, you know, panic at the disco. I'm like manic at the dollar store. You know, like that's where I am right now. And it's like kind of a safe place to be manic because it's like you're sort of like how much damage can you really do? You know, like even if I buy 20 items, it's like, okay, I spent $20, you know, like it's not the end of the world. So I've been like sequestering myself, you know, we don't, we don't always get better. We don't necessarily get like fully well, you know, but I know that I'm like this when I move. I know that I get this obsession and I, I'm like, I get excited to be, to have sort of these, these objects or things with which to focus sort of my general uh, confusion and, and, um, misgivings and, and fears, um, and self-doubts, you know, I can focus it all. And so I'm like, let's, let's just let this play out at the dollar store and not somewhere fancy. Um, but so I've also been doing goodwill because the next thing, this is going to bring me back to juice. Okay. This is my narrative arc. There's an arc. Stay tuned. There's an arc here. So, I've also been going to Goodwill because I became obsessed with succulents. Um, like, I suddenly sort of, I don't know, I, went, I was on, like, the Urban Outfitters house sites, and I was looking, I mean, I know succulents have been, like, trendy for, like, two years or whatever in, like, stoneware, you know, but suddenly I was like, oh, like, I wish I was, like, 24 and, like, I don't know, like, I actually don't really like the east side, living in the east side of L.A. I did it for, like, a couple months, and I fled back to the west side but I'm like I wish I was like 24 and like in Silver Lake and like I don't know just like a like or like Echo Park and I was like a chill person and like a juice drinker there it is and like everything was like stoneware and like millennial pink and like cacti and succulents. So I got like obsessed with the succulents and the cacti and I got like a bunch of pots from Amazon, but then that was costing too much money. So I've been going to Goodwill. I also like the, I like being manic at Goodwill. I like the, the action, the scavenging, you know, it's all about the, the action. Once you get the thing, it's like, mm. um, but you know, I wouldn't really want to be 24 again. Me at 24, like, I mean, I still have chin acne. I have like 
uh, chinzit going on right now, but, um, but it was like, you know, I was having massive chinny breakouts. So like, it wasn't like I was necessarily better looking. Um, my hair was a nightmare. I had it like dyed black and like cut so weird. So it was doing a Joey Ramone. Um, and it, you know, like, and internally, like I, you know, the things I was doing to not feel feelings were like, you know, things that then when I would stop, when I would cease doing them, um, like when in the morning when I would like come down, you know, I would feel like I was dying because they were just so extreme alcohol and drugs. We've discussed this. We've discussed this. There's only so many things I really have to say. I mean, you know, what can I say? I'm here in the world. I've been in this body a long time and I'm like, what? you know, I, I don't, nothing new, nothing new and nothing new under the sun. But so nonetheless, so one, th- you know, another thing I do to, to fend off the feelings is go into these like manic states and, um, like sort of uh, where I'll, I wouldn't say it's not like how manic is it? I'd say it's like mild mania mild to moderate like I know what I'm doing but I'm like doing it anyway because I'm just like I just don't want to feel you know and so anyway today was the first day that I started like I'm kind of running out of stuff to obsess about and I'm kind of kind of like exhausted myself you know like I'm like all right like I'm I'm looking at these fucking plants and I'm like they're all gonna die anyway because I'm terrible at taking care of plants and like the stoneware I got the stoneware and it has not made me feel um, full of youth and vim and vigor and, you know, like, it's just more shit, just more shit, and then I obsess about where it goes, so I'm just like, you know, so I'm, like, kind of left with my feelings again, which is always, you know, full circle, it's where we always end up, so I was, like, I I was feeling, like, well, maybe, like, as a last-ditch effort, like, you know, like, maybe I should, like, maybe instead of, like, living on, like, you know, diet junk food, like, maybe there is something to be said for, like, everyone eating chia, like, maybe I should be, like, doing the chia thing, and, like, the juice, like, I've poo-pooed it, you know, I've poo-pooed it, because I, um, I don't know, I just, it feels, uh, I don't know, like, I just, I have my way, you know, I have my way, I had my cheesecakes, I have, like, my, I have my calorie way, and, like, that, you know, but I was like, maybe I should be. So, like, I'm not I, I'm not fucking with chia or anything, but I got a juice. And, like, the juice is disappointing. And the juice, you know, it's like if I... It, will the green juice make me a whole person? Like, will... Uh, I don't know. It's that California dream thing. Um, and I'm actually... The novel that I... Um, that my agent and I have decided is going to be the next one. Um, it's not going to be my lesbians. Those are coming after. I had the, the novel. There's two novels. One is about, um, well, should I tell you? I'll just say that my next novel is, it's an exploration of the California dream. It's also an explanation of illness, marriage, and of course, romantic obsession. I'll leave it at that. Um, and then my, um, and then the the novel about the lesbians, um, the two women who fall in love, one one who's a reformed Jew with an eating disorder and one who is an Orthodox Jew um, who is um, medically obese and they meet at um, a frozen yogurt place and, and it's about their relationship, that, um, that will come after. You know, that one is such like a good elevator pitch. Like it's so easy to sum that one up. But the one that I'm doing next, the California Dream, it's not as like easy to sum up. So I'm like, 
I'm, all, I'm just full of self-doubt, you know, and I'm just like, uh, um, I'm doing another round of edits with my agent and then I think we're going to take it out, um, probably in the new year, maybe by March, I think to, to, uh, to see if we can sell that, to sell that bad boy. And, you know, I've been feeling actually lately, like, because I've been so caught up in succulent world, I've been feeling like a lot less, like, fear like not just like a lot less fear of like financial insecurity and like fear of um like just like my future or like is that all there is or like the voice of that dude who had talked shit about me um I told you about I told you guys about that like the now whenever I feel like I'm gonna be like I'm gonna fail I hear the voice of that um nutty guy who like wrote me that weird thing where he was like I'm gonna blurb your clit and was like you know, when the book world has forgotten about you and Hollywood has forgotten about you, like, you know, basically saying, like, you will be nothing again very soon and, like, enjoy that and, like, um, enjoy being nothing, not enjoy being, like, sort of something based on external whatever. But so I, he is the one who always comes up in my head. I'm like, he's going to be right. I'm just going to vanish away into, like, nothingness. Like, and, but I've, because I've been, like, so focused on, like, the, the, you know, the candles and then, like, the fucking, these stupid succulents and then you know the cacti of my dreams um and like goodwill and the dollar store like because I've been so focused there I haven't really you know been obsessing about my future and and um and but today because I slowed down a little I was like sitting there planting the last of the succulents in a pot like outside just like putting the dirt in and I was like you're nothing you're a loser, like the losery, you know, doomed, you're nothing came back to me. And I was just like, you know, so I think maybe that's why I like got the dumb juice. Like, I mean, I knew the juice wouldn't do anything like and just like, you know, so the California dream, like I know I did it. I did it when I was in my early 20s. I moved to San Francisco. I thought that I could, you know, but I took myself with me. Like, I thought that San Francisco would render me, like, some chill, like, awake, like, peaceful, like, whole human being. And, like, I was just me in San Francisco, you know? Like, it's you're just you wherever you go. But so, in the novel that um, I'm doing these edits on now, it's, like, that's what it explores, really, is, like, you know, that kind of ideal of, like, I'm going to move to California and California is going to save me. And like, actually we just bring ourselves with us. That's really, um, what it explores. But so, but I feel like kind of today in my buying of the juice, it's like a low grade attempt to like, you know, it's an attempt to change my insides through my outsides, right? Like to change and same with like all the stoneware. It's like an attempt to sort of be like, maybe I can like just be someone else if I just like act as if. And I do think there's something to be said for the power of acting as if to some extent. Like, I don't love myself, but I do certain things like taking care of my sobriety that like, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, I don't like I don't feel I'm like, what is self-love? Still very elusive. I don't feel like I love myself. But there are things I do that like I, I sometimes act like I don't want to actively die. Let's put it that way. Maybe I don't love, but like, you know, I, I act as if like. I'm trying to find the light and, um, and I do love the light, you know, like I, it's not that I like don't love the light. I fucking love light. I actually, I think I love the light so much that like anything that's not the light, you know, is just like, 
hard, you know, oh, oh, which I guess is what addiction is, right? Being a light chaser, trying to sustain the light at all times, wanting to always feel good. You know, like I love the light. Um, I want it, you know, but it's like life is it's life and dark. You know, it's it's the yin yang, baby. See what drinking juice does to me? I'm doing, I'm yin yanging. I'm, I've got stoneware. You know, I'm I'm gonna start quoting Alan Watts pretty soon. Speaking of Alan Watts, um, my meditation practice has been really shitty. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm not judging the actual practice itself. Um, I'm saying it's been shitty because I haven't been meditating. Um, what I've been doing instead is these housewares. Um, so at this house, there is a cool little hut outside. It's like a fucking tree hut. Um... And, um, it was, I guess, uh, there were, there was a family and some children who lived in this house before, which we are still trying to get the stink out. Um, there's one room we are calling the pee room, um, because the children slept in there and it's, it's pee scented, you know, it's pee scented. Um, either that or pickle peed in there, like when we first got there, but I'm going to go with the children. Um, and so, so there's, you know, there's the downside of having had children there, the pee scented room. And there is the upside, which is uh, the dad built some kind of this, like, hut, this, like, tree platform hut thing for them. And immediately when I saw it, I was like, meditation room. And then, like, when we moved in, I sort of had a moment of, like, self-awareness. And I was like, I'm never going to go in that fucking thing. Like, usually, like, my meditation happens, like, basically, like, in my bed where most of my life happens. Um, you know, while, of course, chewing a piece of Nicorette, you know, um, et cetera, you know, vibrator close at hand, you know, just all like all the, the all my bedroom stuff kind of swirling around and I'm like, all right, it's time to meditate. But but I actually did. So um, after we'd been living here for a little while, I went out into the hut one morning and I was like, holy shit, like this is fucking amazing. Um, I like real small spaces, and this is like the small spaces in the trees. It's just, it's, it's so cool. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to bring my crystals out here, and I'm going to bring this, like, Kuan Yin, I think. It's like a, a Buddhist deity. She's, like, peaceful or goddess. And I'm going to bring, uh, I have this meditation bell that I once purchased um, when I was at, like, I don't know, some kind of hippie-ass thing. Um, and I was like, yes, I will ring this bell every day. And then like never did anything with the bell. Um, I was like, yes, a place for this stuff. But so I literally, every time I go in there now, I'm just like, wait, like, did I put the bell in the right corner? Like, should I move the crystals around? And I'm sort of like, when I'm trying to meditate, I'm like, I'll peer out of my eyes at this thing. Like, I'm just, it's all become just about, like, the decor of this hut. And the truth is, I probably had it right the first time, which is that I'll I'll probably, like, never go in there again. Oh, also, I was thinking I wanted to put, like, those floor chairs in there, you know? They're backjacks. When I I worked at the Tantric Sex Nonprofit um, in my early 20s, um, there were they used these things called backjacks and they're like they had backjacks and they had zafus. Zafus were like these 
they're like meditation cushions for people who like don't have bad backs or aren't lazy. Um, my back is okay, but I'm just like, prop me up, bitch. Um, so Zafu, I'm like, eh, why Zafu when you can back check? So usually I'm sitting up in bed with my back against the headboard or like on the sofa, back against the sofa or sitting on the floor with my back against the wall. Like, you know, I, I like to be propped up. So I was like, so instead of meditating, I spent like some time online being like, you know, researching back jacks and what can be used outdoors. And, um, you know, this is, this is life. This is how, this is how it is. This is, I think how life is, at least for me. I don't know what anyone else's life is like. Um, this morning when I was, um, I don't know what I was doing. I, I was walking down the street. That's what I was doing um, in West Hollywood. And I walked by this woman and she smelled so good. And I was just like, if I could just smell like this woman, then dot, dot, dot. And I like didn't even know how to finish the sentence, you know, because it's like, what what am I saying? Then I'll be okay then I'll be like, what, what was I saying? What, what's the dot, dot, dot? If I can just arrange the crystals, if I can just like succulent it out, if I can just like have the right combo of juice and stoneware, you know, then I will arrive. There is no arrival. There's no arrival. Um, as I say this, I'm thinking about somebody said somewhere the other day that the Buddha was like, if, you know, if enlightenment wasn't, if enlightenment wasn't possible, I wouldn't be teaching this thing. But I mean, like, I don't know, I'm not expecting to become enlightened in this lifetime. And it's certainly not going to happen by buying the right perfume, you know, so like maybe there is some sort of arrival, like maybe there is a nirvana and you can get to it by like spiritual means. But I, for me, I kind of also think like, if I make, like, I can't be the, that can, that can't be the goal of my meditation, right? But it sometimes becomes the goal of other stuff, you know, like it becomes the goal of this other very material stuff. Like if I can just, and I mean, you know, it's like advertising, right? It's, it's operating on that principle. It's like, what if I can just X, then I'll be Y, you know? And if I can just, you know, why, what is why? I mean, in advertising, I think a lot, it's like, happy I'll just be happy um but for me it's really like you know the voices will 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 be quiet or I'll be rendered okay um and it's like comparing my insides to someone else's outsides like that woman is not just a fragrance you know she has a whole inner world gone it might be like a really chill inner world and maybe I would want to trade it with her but um but nonetheless, her inner world probably doesn't feel like that scent, you know. It's, there, there's more going on. And so for me, I'm like living in this fucking mess inside myself. And I'm comparing it to this scent. And I'm like, if I could just... If my insides could feel the way this scent smells all the time. I mean, it's addiction, right? That's what it is. It's like, if I could just feel good all the time but it's more than happiness you know I think it's more than about happiness or even feeling good it's also like it's about okayness right like that there is this idea that there is somewhere we can arrive where we are okay and like what does that okayness even mean like when I try to parse what does that okayness 
mean the times the times I've been the most okay are actually the times when I have been the least focused on arrivals or completion. You know, like the times when I've been the most okay are just when shit's a little wild and either I'm forced to accept that it's going to be wild or or I've somehow or somehow have accepted that it's going to be wild. You know, like it's it's almost like the okay within the not okayness. Like when I'm trying to make shit okay, it's never going to be okay. Um but there can be that little bit of respite, that little bit of serenity within the not okayness or like when I'm least looking for it or least expecting it, you know. Um and so it's like, but I mean, you know, look, I'm a human being, like, I mean, I'm probably going to keep doing this forever, you know, I, I do it, and then I exhaust myself, it's a daily reprieve, it's really a daily reprieve, sometimes it's a weekly reprieve, you know, if I run, sometimes I have to run myself ragged for, like, a week before I'm like, all right, I surrender, um, but, you know, sometimes it's daily, it's like the daily, you know, I have these practices in place, and it's like daily, the daily reminder, it's like, okay, all right, 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 it's not out there, and and it's not even like and in a spiritual materialism sense. I mean, forgetting even the bell, like the purchasing of the spirituality or the purchasing of the spiritual candle, but like the spiritual materialism of like there is somewhere to arrive. Like I'm going to get something. I'm going to achieve. Right. Like that sort of that it's that 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 it's a doing and not a being, or even like the doingness of beingness. Right. Like if I can just be enough in some way like if I can just be in the right way then x and like that's a doing too you know um but what can I tell you I mean you know I'm human it it, it is what it is um you know it's a daily reprieve um and that's actually what also this this novel um if it ever sees the light of day um you know, explores is, is spiritual materialism and that human desire, you know, we all want something. We all want something. Um, so I don't know. It's about filling holes, which is like basically what the only thing I ever write about, um, and what we use to fill the holes with and blah, blah, blah. So, um, so I'm going to, uh, from now on, you know, when I started this shodcast, it was always on Sunday nights, and then I kind of got a little off kilter, but I'm going to resume, it's always going to be Sunday nights again, like late Sunday night that I'm going to post, so I mean, I don't know about always, but for like, you know, the foreseeable future that I'm doing this, at least for the next month, let's say, I'll be posting on Sunday, what happened was, there was a Sunday where I can see like the stats of how many listeners I have, and there was a Sunday where I was like, ooh, I didn't have that many listeners, and I was like, you know what, assholes? I'm going to wait until, like, enough people have listened to the podcast that it's, like, the usual amount or, like, more, and then I'm going to post. So it wasn't to punish you. It wasn't to punish you. And actually, if you're a listener, you know, of course it wasn't to punish you. It wasn't a punishment. It wasn't punishment. It was just, like, me playing a game with myself. Like, it was actually, like, if I posted a podcast, a shodcast, an episode, when you know, like, not as many people as usual would listen. Like, I, I was like, like, loser. You're a loser. Like, you're posting this thing, and, like, nobody gives a shit. Like, why? You know, so I had to kind of wait until I was like, all right, like, enough people, like, 
are invested. Like, okay, it's safe. It's internally safe for me to post. So I don't, it wasn't a punishment. I mean, if anything, it was like a, it wasn't a self-punishment. It was sort of a, a move designed to alleviate me torturing myself, you know, which it, it was a game. It was a game. I was playing with myself. I mean, not that, I don't, I don't know that any of you care. And I'm actually, as I, as I'm talking, I say that I always, like, I'm saying that because I'm like, you know, I have to say not that any of you care because the, the thought that came into my head is like, nobody gives a shit, you know? So then it's like, then it's like, you better, you better let them know that you know already that nobody really cares, you know? So you aren't like, uh, so it's not like a, a rejection. Like you're not being rejected. It's like, no, no, no. I, I know I'm already aware you don't care, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what it is. It's, it's a, it's the illusion of control. It's the illusion of, uh, self-protection in a world where really anything, I guess, can happen. Um, so I leave you with that. Um, and I will see you on the flip side next Sunday. Bye-bye.